Hello, 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 my fact friends and fiends. We are continuing down our path of spooky season by strolling back 225 years, a sum you could pay in quarters, to 1817. And with us today to take that stroll into that time period with us is... Madison Bateman, and I wish that was spelled with two N's and a Y, but not where you think. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's spelled the normal way. Um, like the street? The Like the street, exactly. Like the street, because that... Where the name, yeah, that's yeah. where the name comes from, yeah, right? From, well, I was named after the movie Splash, but <gasps> she's named after Madison Avenue. Oh, that's so true. See, my brother, or maybe it was my dad told me that I was named after the Countess who bathed in blood. Ooh, Bathory. Ooh. Yeah, that really tracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it But does. at least you're an avenue. That's true. We're actually at 1817. Okay, let me tell you. It was a time to be alive. And you know, it was a mere 34 years after the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. And only a surprising five years after the War of 1812. Believe it or not, I did the math. 1817, 1812, five years. Wow. I can't believe um, you, a writer, could do math. Thank you. (laughs) So many of us can't. (laughs) So us sassy Americans had now spanked the Brits twice. We did. I said it. I said what I said. (laughs) Just pulled down their little pants and spanked their bottoms. Yes, we did. That had to be super embarrassing for them. Mm -hmm. And like, don't get us wrong, guys. Um, America is super embarrassing also. Yeah. Have you seen us? But also, wow. We were like, we'll never be like you, dad. And then we became exactly like dad, you know? I, I, yeah. And bigger. Yeah. Like our beer belly got bigger. Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting. But you know, that's a that's a yikes from me, dog. That is a yikes <laughs> from me, dog. <laughs> I mean, you know. So in eighteen seventeen, the white people of the United States, which are the only ones that counted as citizens at the time, because Boo. we know that's horrific and bass backwards. We should rightfully be ashamed of ourselves, but Guess what? In about 50 years, there's going to be a huge war about it. And we've talked about that. We have talked about it on this show. Or we will talk about it. And I forgot when I recorded it. It's okay. These white people, guess what they did? They joined forces with the Seminole tribe of Native American people in the region of modern day Florida, forcing Spain to cede the territory. A choice. Also, the Mississippi Territory was split creating the Alabama Territory, and thus the state of Mississippi was born. Also a choice. Congratulations, is a state. <laughs> we have the hardest state to spell. Actually, that's a lie. Massachusetts exists. Also, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Come on. I know, it is, it is, but sometimes I forget how many S's. Sometimes I just get excited and go M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S. Understandable, okay. Or sometimes you get excited with the P's, you know? And then you go pee-pee. Exactly. And then I'm 11 years old again. Yeah. Again, a choice. A lot of choices here. Not all of them good. No, no. The America's in its prime land-snatching time. Construction on the Erie Canal began in 1817, and the American School for the Deaf was established. Okay, that one's a good choice. Yeah, that was a good one. I did not know it was established that far back. We will be rolling down to my real home state, the homeland of our good lady, Dolly Parton. We're going to Tennessee, baby. 
Tennessee, baby. Specifically, Red River, Tennessee, where the town of Adams now stands. Is that related to John and or John Quincy? I don't believe so, but possibly considering Tennessee does like history. Okay. Hmm. So we're going to meet a man named John Bell. Okay. Like ring that bell? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. John Bell, the most boring first name in the history of the United States. (laughs) He is a farmer from North Carolina. He goes west in search of more fertile land after several years of poor harvests. This is probably the only time you'll ever hear someone going west to Tennessee. Because it feels very east to me. It is very east, yes. It's on the other side of the Mississippi River. Oh, that hurts. John Bell, he buys a big house in about 328 acres. Wow. That's nice that he can afford that. I can't afford a condo in Los Angeles, but wow. Okay, he can own, what, 300-something acres? Cool. Makes me feel like shit. After poor harvest? Yeah. I mean, hmm. All right. It sounds like daddy was helping him. I'm just saying... I've had many poor harvests, and I own no land. I mean, yeah, general generational wealth. What a what a windfall. Well, exactly. And I would like to put into um, the air that I have a subscription to my house. I do not own it. <laughs> and... Subscription. <laughs> I know. Same. Uh-huh. Yeah, it hurts. I like actually thinking about um, renting as a subscription. Mm-hmm. It sounds a little bit more fun than I'm just throwing money down a drain to rich landlords. It's more like, oh, you know what? I'm choosing to subscribe to this place that I live. Yeah, that's only deteriorating in value. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Let's Uh all take a moment and cry about all the money we've lost. Yep. Okay, moment done. And... He takes his wife, okay, Lucy, and their eight children to this area. What? I'm, I'm sorry. So he can also afford eight children. He can afford a, not only a child, but eight of them. This is wild. I can't afford one child. I mean, I have a dog. I, and I'm, that's expensive. I mean, I'm proud of him for these eight children. I hope, I hope they all live, to be honest. Well, I hope they all live. Oh, no. Put a pin in that. Oh, this doesn't sound like it's going to go in a good direction. (laughs) Maybe not a great thing here. Yeah. Okay. This is. I'm ready. I'm ready to dive in. (laughs) They love this new home. It probably had a lovely kitchen backsplash. Oh, probably like the the Nancy Myers kitchen of the (laughs) 1817s. Yes. But as all lovely stories go, nothing ever stays perfect. And it's time for a local legend to be born. And that legend is the Bell Witch. (gasps) Who could have seen that coming? Only us. Only anyone who saw the title of the episode. (laughs) And here's the other little bit of the puzzle, which I have kept from you until this very moment. I'm also a descendant of witches. (gasps) I know. So my ancestors were caught up in the witch trials of 1692 they were in Wallingford. Oh my Viola Davis. I know. Oh my Viola Davis. I do not. Yeah. How do I process this information? I know. So they weren't in Salem, but like that whole. But they panic. were in yeah, the, the real satanic panic. Yeah. So basically, like 
um, that witch panic spread down the coast. And so it was happening in a lot of other places. Just nobody ever was hanged outside of Salem. Um, but so she was accused, she was accused three times and was on trial three times. And they were like, "Uh, this isn't Salem guys. We don't think that this holds any water. Oh my God. Um, but her mother had also been accused, um, in Boston years before and her, her daughter was also accused in the 1692 trials. I got I to throw this down. Do you think that's a precursor to Hocus Pocus having a third iteration? Because that's three accusals, three generations. There's a lot to do with threes here. I like it. Hocus Pocus three. You know what, Disney, if you're listening. Call us. There's something here. We can work. We can work with it. We can work with it. Uh, yeah. As yeah. I have not seen Hocus Pocus 2. I will be watching it tonight. Yeah, as of this recording, we will be viewing it at a later time. But it could happen. I live and die for the first one. I do as well. Yeah. I do as well. Mm-hmm. And I would yeah. like that black flame candle, you know? You know, no I, remorse. None. None. Mm-mm. We'll get back to the story. So this all starts on a day where John Bell is out tending the fields and he comes by an animal sitting out in the corn. Who among us hasn't, when given the chance, just sat amongst the corn? I think it would be a nice little place to hide away from your problems. So I I would. I'd cry in the corn. Oh my God, just a little sob in the cornfield. I have a photo of me in the cornfield and I was frowning. You were a child of the corn. I was a child of the corn, except I was in college. Oh. So mm. still kind of a child of the corn. Okay. I said animal, because this animal, right, is supposed to have the body of a dog and the head of a rabbit. This is, I love all of these stories, because every time, it's just, you know what? I saw an animal, and it was actually just two animals really put together. It's I, so cute. I I love it. I what an imagination, and I hope that one day I see an animal that I'm like, you know what? That was, like, the head of a frog and, like, the tail of a horse. Just, I'm, like, two wildly different yeah. animals. I mean, how how else do you brew your own cryptid? Yeah. I love it. So as any American would, right? Mm-hmm. He fired his gun at the creature. Get off my land. Yeah. We did not not expect that. Yeah. But it disappeared seemingly uninjured, which, good for you. I mean, it has the speed of a dog and a bunny. Oh, that's so true. It probably leapt out of danger. Yeah. Despite the bizarre appearance, John didn't think anything more about it until that evening. Which, to be fair, it's not like he could Google up animals, you know? (laughs) He couldn't just be like, animal, back end dog, front end rabbit. Search. Yeah. Couldn't even ask Jeeves. <laughs> he, he couldn't even get up Internet Explorer. He was, he was like, Lucy, I saw this animal. You ever heard of, you know, like a half dog, half bunny situation? And they're and both she was, like. She was probably like, I mean, was it like a hound? Was it just like a dog with its ears up? And he was like, Lucy, no, no. obviously that's not what it was. It disappeared as if by magic. This is not a Disney situation. Oh, wait, we don't have that. We gotta go to the local school marm. The school marm, and she's like, never heard of it. Sounds witchy. <laughs> so, might be a demon. It might be a demon. It might. Okay, I can't wait. Well, we have something bizarre that beats itself 
against the walls of the house. <gasps> oh. Oh. Demon. Well, you shouldn't have shot at it. First I, off. I You know what? Here's the thing. You, you see a weird animal? Maybe just let it go. Maybe observe it, you know? Then you can... Yeah. Just walk away. It's also maybe... If there's a possibility that this strange animal could be demonic in any way. Don't provoke. Yeah, don't provoke it. Don't provoke it. But, you know, they're in Tennessee. And if you're trespassing in Tennessee, you're going to get shot. It's true. I'm from there. And I can't say that if I am in the wilderness and provoked, I won't attack. (laughs) (laughs) Much like a strange animal. (laughs) Much like the strange animal I am. I will attack while in the mm-hmm. wilderness. Like if someone comes up to me and is like, hey, Elizabeth, and I don't know who you are. Elbows. Catch these bows. You got two of them. I got two. Thunder and lightning. Thunder and lightning. Uh. <laughs> so this beating sound continues every night. Louder and harder than before. Right? It's We call that escalation. Escalation. <laughs> that is what you need in a story that is vital. Yes, it is. We've already hit foreshadowing. Now we're at escalation. That, so no matter that escalated quickly. <laughs> not only did it escalate quickly, but it got louder and the music is at a five. Ooh. Okay, okay, okay. So if this not... were if this were a video game, guys. Yikes. But not yikes. Yikes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So no matter how quick they were. Neither John nor his sons could ever catch up with this alleged perpetrator. Never leave a man to do a woman's job. You know? Exactly. So the children now. Okay. Note that Lucy never has to deal with this. Probably she's like, yeah, go get that, go get that strange animal. And she's like knocking back some wine, taking a nice deserved rest. Don't you love the fact that she's completely like whatever about the whole knocking situation she's like we have eight children do you think i give a fuck about some knocking situation you know what? if a demon comes in here and can get the kids to go to sleep or just stop screaming i don't care welcome welcome to it like honestly just tell them i already gave it the office i don't care <laughs> i'm obsessed with lucy now um i don't care what her real personality was i love this lucy who's like john i Yes. It's, it's a tree branch against the window. And he's like, no, it's that crazy animal. And she's like, sure. You know what? I think you should take the boys out. Yeah. Go find it. Don't come back until you found it. Yeah. Yeah. And Every then night. she's like, oh my God. Yeah. So a yeah. rest. I get my stories. Yeah. She's probably Her reading the like girls the Bible, like, but like Little House on the Prairie. Yes. Her and the girls. Her and the girls. Just chilling out by the mm-hmm. fire. She's like, okay, we'll have. We've our, got about our weekly allotted sugar intake, yeah. um, and we've got some time to just—I don't know—do our sewing, do a little gossip. Who likes who? Oh yeah, perfect. I yeah. I live for Lucy. Yeah. So, in addition to this, though, okay. the children—they mm-hmm. start hearing things inside of the house. Mm. Hmm. First off, sounds of rats gnawing at their bedpost, which it's probably an old house. Even probably if, rats. It's probably rats. I don't know how to tell you this, but... Um, but you know what? Rats are also commonly Satan's... Uh, they also spread the little, bubonic plague. Yeah. They're just like Satan's little hoppers. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just pin that one there. Mm-hmm. And then, my personal favorite, 
whispering voices resembling an elderly woman singing hymns. We don't know what to do with that. Okay. My question is which ones? If if this is a Baptist hymnal, can you give me numbers? I would like to look them up. (laughs) Okay. Also, interesting that it's an old woman singing hymns. That doesn't seem... That doesn't seem scary to me. No. That just seems like... I mean, like, it does. I don't like, know. I'd be like, well, is that an angel? You know, like, okay. Okay. Is but that... Like, is that uh, it makes it feel less, like, scary and more scary. Because I do not ever want an old woman whispering a hymn to me. Yeah, but think about it. What if that old woman was secretly an angel whispering hymns to protect you from the demon rats of but Satan? What if it was a crazy person? Who kind of sounds like an old woman when she's whispering, or he, or they, and they're living in the walls. Okay, that okay. You know what? You've you have taken it to my greatest fear, which is people living in the walls, living in the walls, and staring at me through the vents. Because this is the time period where houses had that like crack stuff. Yeah. Or like underneath the floor. Yeah, the crawl space. Yeah, crawl. That's the word. Could be crawling. <laughs> you don't know who is crawling. In that crawl space. You're right. I'm just saying this okay. could be a Candyman moment. You have you have converted me. I thought maybe that wasn't that weird, but now I think it's the weirdest. Yeah. Think about some of the awful hymns. Like, look, we all know that there are some hymns that are greater than others. Get to the worst ones you've heard. Those are the ones being whispered to you. Oh, off God. key. Okay. Can you just imagine... Our God is not the God he reigns from heaven above. But worse, like, our God is and moves him I don't want to imagine that. I Please don't. I would sharp myself. I might have. <laughs> I just got flashbacks to growing up in the Bible Belt. Um, and, uh I'm yeah. I'm haunted. Now. We're we're haunted now. I I may have come up with the Los Angeles witch. However, <laughs> we're gonna keep pressing on yeah. because it just gets weirder. We just wait. made it to page two. <laughs> so Betsy Buckle Bell, <laughs> we're never unbuckled on this podcast. Yeah. Betsy Bell, their youngest daughter, classic youngest, right? She saw a little girl in a green dress swinging on a tree limb. And you know what I say about kids. Creepy. Creepiest things in the world. And green, often associated with fairies. And also illness and sickness and death. Well, fairies, you know. Same. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's how do you think they got illness, sickness and death? Naturally? No. Fairies. I like that. I like that. Mm, I didn't think about it. Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to put that in our bonnet. We're going to yeah. hold on to it. So that's why green was like an ill omen color. Oh, I'm so into that. So we're going to top off this spell bullshit. Are you ready? Yes. No. They, yes. They own slaves. Of course they do. Yeah, so we hate them. And one of their enslaved human beings, mm-hmm. his name was Dean. He was a human being. He was a man. He had a wife. And he was on his way to visit that wife. And he reported seeing a large black dog. And now I like to think of it as this dog was making sure he got there all right. But we all know most likely it was a dog from some horrible fucking person making sure that he didn't run away. Because let's just address how dogs were misused during this time. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever was causing the noises started getting physical too, and not the Olivia Newton John way. <laughs> they uh, began to pull off covers off the beds and tossing pillows on the floor while the family was sleeping. Just like pure drama, right? I can't say I don't love it. Big fan. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, we love drama here. You know, make yourself known when you're in a house. Here's the thing: if you're a ghost or an entity. I'm not sure where we're going with this. Could be demonic. Could be a ghost. Could, I don't know. Could be a specter of some kind. I mean, here's the thing. Make a spectacle. Yeah. Everybody just wants to be seen. And I'm not blaming the Mm -mm. spirit. I'm living for it. Yeah. You know what? Cause a little ruckus. Just demand. Yeah. Demand the attention that you deserve. Also, if you're still here after all this time, keep being here. Why not? Yeah. Was this your house? Who knows? We don't know. And I didn't want to dig any further. Uh, you know what? Agree. I like to make my own speculations when it comes to your, paranormal activity. Your spectral speculations. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I am. I made that on a t-shirt. <laughs> the amount of t-shirts I've said I was going to make on the show is abnormal we're gonna have to hold you to it yeah i think you should now that they've focused on betsy okay all bets all good old bets all bets are off yeah and it starts attacking her pulling (gasps) her hair slapping her and leaving marks all over her body with physical evidence like that john decided it was safe to share the secret family to rebels With his neighbor, James Johnston. Oh, boy. These names, I swear. He's so creative. (laughs) So American. Mm -hmm. The best way to share Banana's family secrets is to have Johnston and his wife spend the night at the Bell home. That's what they used to do. They were like, guys, there was like a crazy thing happening. We We keep hearing these knocks. Why don't you come over and maybe be terrorized by this thing, too? Here's the crazy thing. It's like... When you smell something terrible, you're like, hey, smell this. Yeah. Yeah. That's so rude. But at the same time, I would do it. I I, I would. 2000%. I'm I'm that friend. Anyway, they spend the night in the house. They soon experience exactly what the bells were going through. The noises, having the covers yanked off the bed. Now, when the entity up and slapped Johnston, he demanded, in the name of the Lord, who was doing this? And what they wanted. After that, the entity was silent. But he concluded that the culprit was an evil spirit. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Is, just like a white man. I know. Is I'm that not, really the only conclusion? I'm not sure that Justin didn't deserve it. Here's the thing. Also, what if he just had one of those voices? Like, okay, there's a difference between, like, Idris Elba demanding in the name of the Lord. I mean. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> like, you could go. In the name of the Lord. I'd be or like, well, could. I guess I have to tell him my name now. Or, in the name of the Lord. I'm not telling that guy anything. Yeah, literally. There is, mm. Yeah. Mm. The authority with which one speaks. I, yeah. ha- I hate to make this reference, but it's very, very poignant. Um, respect my authority. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> We're going to cut now. Uh, <laughs> Elizabeth is going to time out. 
We'll it, be back. It had to be done. Because that is yet another one that I would never respond to. <laughs> Excuse me. I have to open another LaCroix? Get that right in the Here. Right now. <sighs> because, yeah, we need to refresh ourselves after I just did that. Hmm. It's passion fruit. Does it give you the passion to continue on ghost hunting? Yes. Because being confronted like that did not stop the entity from escalating further into the behavior. We are still climbing that Freytag's pyramid. I mean, they just, they keep exacerbating the situation. You shoot at this animal. You know what? You just demand things of this spirit. I know. Okay. But see, we're looking at it from 2022. This is 1817. Yep. They don't have TV. <laughs> They don't have a dog barking. Yeah. They didn't have anything to do, so I guess... Yeah, I mean, like, what did you do back then? Um, I think you, you read by the firelight until your eyes got too bad, and then you went to sleep with the sun. That's true. The sun has gone to bed, and so must I. That's also true. I mean, granted, we do know there was many more things to do. We just don't do those things. We, like, you remember how you got all gussied up to wave at ships? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't do that? <laughs> I don't. I go down to the Queen Mary just to wave at her. She's not coming or going. She's just stationed there. But you know what? I like to wave. Let's do it. And my Sunday best. I don't have Sunday best. My Sunday best is like blown out butt shorts. and. <laughs> okay, well, we'll have to get you some appropriate um, Sunday best to go wave at a ship. Stationary. I want it to look like I'm going to church in Atlanta. Okay. You know what? That's a choice. Thank you. Much like everything that's happening here, it's a choice. It's a choice. Yeah. And if I don't look like, maybe for every episode from now on, I just look like I'm going to church in Atlanta. For no one, because we're not recording this visually. No. We should be. But what if I did with the hat and everything? I mean, you know, you're dressing for the occasion, you know? Yes. Anyway. Escalation. Being confronted like that did not stop the entity from escalating its behavior. Its voice strengthened. Mm. Singing hymns, reading scripture, and delivering sermons. I'm sorry, how is this evil? Two preached at the same time, the same day, 13 miles apart. Huh. So if this was okay. an evil spirit, as you asked... They were certainly well aware of what was going on in the church. I have so many questions, right? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. They're, they're preaching. They're doing hymns. And yet they slapped this man. I think perhaps we should look into old Johnston over here. And old Bell. Yeah. Why does he need Jesus in his life, you know? Exactly. Did this family need Jesus? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like they did. I think it's because they enslaved people. This was the hint that you were on the wrong side of history. Was it like an abolitionist ghost? I I don't see why we can't assume they didn't harm any of the enslaved human beings that I That's a good saw. Point. Okay. There was the dog, but the dog did nothing other than be there. And... Technically, that could be a superfluous detail. Could have had nothing to do with this whole thing. It could have. It also could have been a protector. Yeah. Just throwing it down there. It okay. wasn't the Grim. It w uh, apparently not. No. He got to his wife safely. Dean had a had a lovely night with his wife. We've decided. Uh, he, he Dean and his wife. They they had a lovely night. Yeah. yeah. They loved each other deeply. That's what I'm choosing to believe. Yes, because you and know. nothing bad ever happened again. <laughs> 
well, guys, word spread of this haunting. And it reached all the way to the big city, <gasps> Nashville. Nashville? Oh, yeah. Wow. Where later accounts say that Major General Shitstain, what? Andrew <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, what, who doesn't? What sentient American doesn't hate him? My dad was like, what a great president. And I was like, that guy? Let me tell you all this shit about him. <laughs> it's like that that moment where you whip out the scroll and it just yeah. does not stop. Yeah. My dad was like, I don't remember what he was saying, but I was like, his wife died during the election. What the, What are you talking about? My dad was trying trying to like talk to me about Andrew Jackson's wife or whatever. I was like, she died during the election. And he was like, it's, it's Clay's fault. He killed her. No! no! Oh, my oh, God. Have, that guy sucks so hard. It's like, um, have you ever heard of the um, Trail of Tears? Oh, a oh. little thing called the Trail of Tears, which ended next to my hometown? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yes. It's a, thank you. That would be Andrew Shitstain Jackson. Yeah. That guy sucks. He sucks. Anyway, I don't think there will ever be an episode of the show that does not talk about Andrew Jackson and not also talk about how he sucks. I think that... We don't talk enough about how Andrew Jackson was the absolute worst. Get him off the bill. Here's, here's the thing. I don't like schadenfreude. I do hope hell is real only because I want Andrew Jackson there. Rolling acid. <laughs> I want him rolling yeah. in acid. I don't want him burning yeah. in flames. That's too easy. Rolling acid. Oh, creative. Thank you. Okay. So back to General Shitstain. Sorry, Major General Shitstain. Thank you. His proper title. Mm-hmm. He takes an interest in this tale. Oh. Why am I telling you this? Because it gets better. Oh. <laughs> I almost got a spit take out of Madison. <laughs> I'm just going to stop drinking now. <laughs> she doesn't have a drinking problem. It's just... Just LaCro a drinking moment. Yeah, just LaCroix, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> well, there is no known record of this visit. Like, it's not written down. Because somebody doesn't like bad things written down about him. Jackson is the sort of person whose every movement would have been tracked and chronicled. Somebody must have ripped the page out. All right. The story goes like this. The three eldest Bell sons had fought in the Battle of New Orleans. And when the shitstain himself heard about the Bell haunting in 1819, he traveled with an entourage to mm -hmm. investigate for himself, of course, right? So on the approach to the Bell farm, their wagon became stuck in the mud. And Jackson declared that it was the doing of the Bell witch. Of course. Wait, okay, so now we're, we're saying that the spirit is a witch? Because she was an old woman singing hymns? Well, allegedly, but this is two years later from the initial encounter. So now, like, you know, she said dying to manifest. So now she's okay. a she okay, at so, 1819. Okay, interesting, interesting. So now we've gone from like, yeah, 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 it's a, it's an entity to now, yeah, it's definitely a witch. Well, it's a woman. All women are evil. That's what we all know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. With you. And he hears a female voice telling him they can proceed and she would see them later. Oh. The wagon is freed. And they are able to set up their tents in the Bell's backyard. Wow. Okay. What hospitality for a future president. 
President Shitstain. Well, he is Major General Shitstain. We didn't know he was going to be President Shitstain. Who could have seen that? Who could have seen that coming? So one of the men in Jackson's entourage was a, quote, witch tamer, which is another phrase for wife beater in those times. Because what is a witch tamer but a man who slaps around women? Uh, Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong and I hate it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just deeply sad, but yes. He Uh uh, carries a pistol with a silver bullet inside. Oh, yes. Because women also might be werewolves. So, witch werewolf. Oh, yes. A werewolf witch. I was like, hmm. So, the entity was now a werewolf because we're following that logic. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, you, you just want to be safe. That we just wrap it all. Because I was like, yeah. I thought iron was the thing that got, you know, spookiness out. But, you know, I just work here. <laughs> and in the fashion of the cocky white man, he declared that nothing could happen to them, right? Oh, because Famous they, last words. Love it. it. This was the hold my beer of 1819, yes. right? Because the entity haunting the bells would be afraid of this bullet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm sure they had silverware <laughs> and it wasn't affecting. Also, okay, so you're going to shoot an invisible entity? Sure. And what... What's it? What's the bullet supposed to do? <laughs> I, I'm so confused. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. So anyone who's ever he's seen a man. It. He's oh, a yeah. man. He knows better. He's just a man. He knows best. But he's never seen a horror film. Yeah. Right. And so you know what's going to happen next. I know what's going to happen next. Our listeners know what's going to happen next. The Bell Witch decides to kick his ass. <laughs> I love it. I love the Bell Witch. I'm, I'm a hundred percent on her side. Yes, go off. I can't wait. He goes into spasms, claiming he is being beaten and stuck with pins. Oh, that's a classic. He feels a kick from an invisible foot, physically kicking his actual ass out the front door. (gasps) Oh, what legend status. I love that. The disembodied voice Jackson heard earlier announces that the following evening she would unmask another fraud in ye old shitstain's party. Oh, okay. So this is like some justice. Oh, yeah. Of course, the men want to leave, but Jackson insisted they should stay. He wants to know. I mean, he's got a fraud in his company. Yeah. I'd want to know. But was it himself? (gasps) Twist. I mean, he is awful, so I hope so. No one knows what happened next, but by the next morning, they were already in Springfield, which is quite a ways away. (laughs) They absconded in the night? Yes. On their way back to Nashville, with Jackson declaring that he'd rather fight the British than the Bell Witch. Legendary. Damn. This is why men fear single women. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, again... Powerful, descended from a witch over here. Um, I do want men to fear me, yes. And I, most people are just afraid of me, so it's fine. I'm afraid of her. Please help me. <laughs> it really helps in real life. I did say I would throw down. Yes. <laughs> like if, if someone came up to me in the wild. <laughs> and I do consider the streets of LA to be the wild, mm-hmm. just so everyone knows. Fair. Um, so while Yale Chitstain's visit may not be substantiated, it's mm-hmm. certain that other people heard the story and visited the Bell Farm. 
people questioned the spirit, wanting to know the who and why of it all. And one person was told that the spirit was once happy, but now disturbed. (laughs) Who wouldn't be? Guys, we've been in a pandemic. We're all disturbed. I mean, imagine this spirit was just trying to chillax and like raise hell with one family. And all of y'all just showed up and would not leave her alone. Let her live. And Lucy's over here like... She's still in her rocking chair, like, smoking a fat cigar. Can someone please get rid of John? Just for, like, I don't even care, like, a day. Just somebody get him out of my hair. Just want a day to myself. (laughs) Just one. I think she and the spirit would probably get along I think they're chilling. I think think maybe they're, like, BFFs. Because she's just chilling. So, one claim of many... (laughs) That the spirit gave for the reason of the disturbance was intrusion on a Native American burial mound located on the Bell property. Was it their property to begin with? No, they're land snatchers. As was, you know, most of this country. Here we are. Perfectly reasonable, though why was it quoting scripture then? I'm confused. But you know what? Intersectional identity. I I applaud you, Bell Witch. (laughs) Drew Bell... And another man went searching. Who's Drew? One of the sons. Okay. One of the useless sons. Okay, got it. One of the useless sons, Drew Bell, and then another man, probably also useless at this point. They go searching for buried treasure. Ooh. Prompted by a conversation. The search came up empty. Uh, Shocking. (laughs) But I do like that the witch got the useless sons out of the house for Lucy. I know, right? But also, it's like, go further plunder what isn't yours for further curses. Love the chaos. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you a good While wow, you've asked me um, to to give you treasure, sure, yeah. Go, go dig around there. Have a lot of fun. Yeah. Man. The spirit also enjoyed gossiping about other households and having religious arguments. The, okay. Yeah. I really would love this kind of roommate. So back in the Cecil Hotel episode, like mm-hmm. eons ago in podcast life, we talked about having a ghost roommate because... Oh, I would love it. Well, they're talking... They're going to build apartments half out of the Cecil Hotel. Ridiculous concept, right? How many people were murdered there? It's too many. So you would end up in this micro apartment with a ghost roommate. And I'm like, man, I would only want that if they're going to be fun. I don't want someone who's like bent on revenge. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. One, if they're going to do chores, absolutely. You can stay happy to have you. Two, if you know what, if you are a little bit revengey, can we work on some therapy? You know, like, can we can we help you through this? Because I, like, you know, I'm a little too oh, understanding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but you know what? I think I could fix it. A revenge ghost. I think I could fix see, him. I'd, I wouldn't want to fix them. I just don't want to be involved. But see, I want a helpful friend. Like, look, mm-hmm, ADHD mm-hmm. here. I need someone who's going to, like, write on the steam of the shower mirror, did you take your meds today? Oh. You know? Or, I, I would love pay that. your car note. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, Genius. Mm-hmm. Just like a little, um, like a little note that says, like, hey, hope you have a great day. Smiley face. And then I can leave one back, like, adorbs. But if you're going to sit and gossip with me about everyone else and, like, we have, like, intelligent arguments, I am fulfilled. Now, would I possibly fall in love with this ghost roommate? Absolutely, yes. I mean, there's no world in which I don't have a ghost romance. Are we writing this? Um, yes. Podcast. Yeah. This is our new podcast. (laughs) Coming soon, a 
a fictional podcast about a ghost romance. Not called the movie Ghost. Not, no. But it's kind of like... I might have to cut out the majority of that so we can actually do that. Okay, okay. You don't want them to know your your next movie? You want to zig oh, or zag? I don't zig and zag. I swing and swag. Swing and swag. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I am an idiot. <laughs> All right. James Johnston's son. Ugh, the sloppy. Do you want to guess his name? Um, Either James or John. It's John. John Johnston? Terrible. It's insulting. Why do they hate their son? Out of so many names. <laughs> out of so many names. Out of three possible male names. John Johnston. They couldn't even name him David. <laughs> he figured out this test for the witch. Oh, uh, It's of awful. <laughs> oh, good. He asked them something no one outside this family could know, which is not true, but whatever. <laughs> what his Dutch step-grandmother would say to the enslaved human beings if they made a mistake. Oh. The witch imitated his grandmother, saying, Hut tut, what has happened now? Okay, well, that's pretty, that's pretty mild. I want, did she say it, like, in a, with a, with a tone? Probably. Probably. Yeah. But, uh, I, I thought it was going to be way worse than that. I, I, I was, yeah. like, ready for, I was, like, bracing for something super, But super what racist. kind of fucking question is that? I hope she, like, slapped on bad luck for, like, 40 years. I hope so. Oh, boy. With that question, I was... Yeah. Uh, there was a pit in my stomach. Me, too. Like, when I was reading it, I was like... What's coming next? That's your test? Your Dutch step-grandmother? Go slap yourself. Oh, my God. So there's another account of an Englishman visiting the Pels. Mm -hmm. And this entity mimicked his parents, English parents, right? And then they visit, and it mimicked his voice to them. Wow. Yeah. I was more impressed by the parents' voice getting mimicked to him. Yeah, the ghost has already met this guy. Yeah. That's not that special. But then... It's not that impressive. I mean, it's good. Still. And also, was the American accent that, un, like, you know... That different? Yeah. And also, basic accents aren't that hard. I don't know. Here's the thing. Maybe they hadn't... I don't know. Maybe they were from the north, you know? Location, location, location. Yeah. Could have been basic. You can bamboozle anybody from the 1800s. I mean, that is true. I mean, wow. I wonder if, like, people knew that you could do accents. Dude. When How I'm... many grifters were there back then? So many. Yeah. I When I lived in Italy, I was like, you know, Americans do accents all the time, right? And I, like, was trying to ask my Italian friends, like, oh, do you guys, like, do accents? And they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, <laughs> I was like you know, like, do an accent, like... If you wanted to pretend to be American, they were like, we don't know what this is. Oh, my God. So maybe, maybe that's what was happening. And somebody was like, what if I did an accent? Oh, my God. And they'd be like, oh, my God, you sound like my parents. Yeah. And it didn't really. It didn't, but. It just sounded basic. Yeah. (laughs) Basic Bell Witch, I'm here for you. Okay. So even with all these visitors, John Bell is not the primary target. Like, Betsy oh. got off the hook. Of it's course. John. Well, John has always been a problem, and I think we all knew. 
And I'm into it. Like, you know what? Eat it. He did perpetuate slave culture. So I kind of don't feel bad about it. Sorry Mm -hmm. about it. Not sorry about it. By 1820, John was having episodes. Mm -hmm. It included facial twitching and difficulty swallowing. Oh. By the fall of that year, he was confined to the house where the entity would slap him, remove (laughs) his shoes whenever he attempted to walk. Okay, I like how she was like, bitch, take your shoes off in the house. (laughs) And then curse old Jack Bell, her nickname for him, Mm. loudly enough to be heard all over the farm. So Mm. there's this rumor that it was the spirit of Kate Batts. A neighbor who John had allegedly screwed over in a land deal, Mm. which the behavior does feel consistent with the need for revenge. Love that for Kate Batts if it's true. Yeah. John dies on December 20th, 1820, after a day spent in a coma. Wow. That same Mm. day, the family found a vial of black liquid (laughs) in the cupboard. John Jr. experimentally fed a drop to a family pet. Who immediately perished. That's like a witch cake situation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. After this indeed act of animal cruelty, Mm -hmm. the invisible entity announced that she had given old Jack a dose of the liquid the night before. John Jr. threw the vial into the fire where it exploded into a blue flame that disappeared up the chimney. So so why does this ghost witch... Mm -hmm. Have to feed him mortal poison? Exactly. If she's like slapping him around, can't she just like smother him? Push him down the stairs? Yeah. I mean, that's a classic. I just, I'm, I have some questions. Also, blue flame disappearing up the chimney. Where else do flames go if not disappear up the chimney? I guess they could have leapt out of the. And caught the hems of the dresses and and made a whole scene. Yeah, could burn down the whole place. I mean, that is an option, but, you know. Not that malevolent if it just went up the chimney. And also, blue flame isn't that impressive, depending on what the concoction was. Yeah, that could just be a chemical reaction. Yeah. Or it could be the poison of the the bell witch. (laughs) Also, like, did she... I have some questions. So did the bell witch, again, a spectral entity... Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess like in 1692, it was like they were a real person, but then their specter could leave. So maybe yeah. that's what they're thinking it is. Okay. Wasn't it like a possession situation? Well, it was like, oh no, I saw the specter of, of Goody Simpson oh, yes, yes. or whatever, you know? Goody um, Proctor. Goody Proctor. Um, so, hey, I guess this is like the specter of like a witch who they just yeah. didn't know. Um, or maybe it's Katie Bass, whatever. Um, yeah. So, this specter, did she bring this vial with her? Did she make it in her real life and then spectrally bring it over? Or did her specter have to concoct this potion? If I had any of these answers, I would probably have money right now. Or, here's another option, was Lucy over there like... That is where I was Please, dear God. The whole time. She's like, I, I followed your instructions, Miss Bell Witch... Um, here's the requested vial of black goo. Here you go. I'm not saying that I love the concept of Lucy being the Bell Witch, but I'm also saying she's not the main sus. She was at least in cahoots 
I like the concept. Yeah. So, immediately after John Sr.'s death, the Bell Witch continued to harass the family, singing a song about drinking brandy during the funeral. Oh. Love it. <laughs> That's a level of petty that, I mean, I don't aspire to because of anxiety, but also do appreciate. I do. But the, does this not feel like John Bell did more bad things? Like, what were they? I, I think that... Here's the thing. History is written by the white people. And I think that people were like, no, John, John Bell was just a good old boy, you know? Yeah. And we're like, oh, we know what good old boy means. Wink. We know. Yeah. So. And I mean, nobody holds that hard of a grudge unless it's for like a most excellent reason. I mean, here's the thing. If you're a specter observing people when they think they're unaware. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably. Probably. You saw some stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he kept in, uh, like enslaved humans, yes, in public, what what was he doing in private? Exactly. For a while, it seemed the Bell Witch was gone. Then Betsy Bell ha- <laughs> is engaged to a young man named Joshua Gardner, and that provokes her wrath again. You know what? The Bell Witch is here, looking out for for the ladies. Exactly. She's like. Girl, what was his name? Joshua? Joshua Gardner. Joshua is not good enough for you. Betsy. You can do better. Bet. Bet on yourself. Exactly. She's only 15 at she, the time. Betsy, you are too young. You can't. I mean. I, the Bell Witch has to save her from this poor choice. Exactly. Does I, she? The entity ordered Betsy over and over and over to not marry Joshua, harassing them both to the point where they broke it off. <gasps> Good. In 1821. Right? Love it. Joshua must have done something to tick her right off. Yeah. Yeah. Betsy and Joshua's former teacher, Professor Richard Powell, mm. had set his sights on <gasps> Betsy when she was a student. Oh, boy. And decided he was going to marry her despite their 11-year age difference. Hoodly. Ew. Sounds like a perb. Yeah. That's gross. Even for that time period when men... And women and the marrying and the gross and the age difference, right? He wasn't even single. <gasps> yeah. He had a wife? He had a wife. Red River knew him to be a bachelor, but he was actually married to a woman <gasps> named Esther who lived in Nashville. And rumor had it that he was actually like a student of the occult <gasps> and a ventriloquist. <laughs> okay, that's the most damning thing of all. I know. I didn't think it could get worse than was perving on a student, but then you added ventriloquist. Yeah. And I, I think know. those things together. So there's an allegation that he was actually responsible for the return of the Bell Witch to break them up. So like him and his occult knowledge was like, ooh. Yeah. Trying to break summoning them up. Summoning her? Yeah. Okay. That doesn't sound like the Bell Witch I know. No, that's what I'm saying. He It was not the Bell Witch that he was the one doing it. Oh. He was faking the Bell Witch. Well, now I'm a little sad she didn't marry Joshua. Maybe he was a good guy. Or he didn't do anything, you know? like Yeah. Maybe he was just like a regular run-of-the-mill 18-somethings. Perv. Yeah. As soon as Betsy broke up with Joshua, the mm-hmm. entity visited John Bell's widow Lucy and told her it would be leaving, but would return. Mm-hmm. And... She was one to keep a promise. Okay. I mean, yeah. The entity did return. This time she spent time talking to John Jr., discussing everything from the origin of civilization 
to the need for humanity's spiritual awakening. She also made predictions of major events, such as the Civil War, and after three weeks... Okay, she does sound like she's an abolitionist. Oh, yeah. So I love that. Yeah. You know a lot of ghosts are abolitionists, you know? Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. And they're also here for equality. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, when everyone's like, oh, it's Confederate soldiers haunting the Old South. I'm like, I don't think that's it. No. No, that's not what's happening. Mm-hmm. After three weeks of these spiritual and political conversations... The Bell Witch vows to return after 107 years. Ooh, that's a real hocus pocus situation. Oh, Oh, yeah. To speak with whoever was the most direct living descendant of John Jr. at the time. Okay, so, well, what is she saying there? Like, most direct, is that, like, following the men? I mean, that doesn't seem like like a real Bell Witch move, but I don't know. Well, it depends. I think it's... His most direct living descendant. So I think it doesn't matter. By blood. Well, think about this. My great grandfather Mm -hmm. was born in the 1800s. My great grandfather. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. my grandfather's father. Father. Uh So that's only four generations. So 107 is 1935. So that's really only potentially his great grandchild. Right? If they lived as, like, I'm just saying, like, there's going to be a lot of those. Yeah, so whoever's on the bell farm. Okay. Okay, so it's a proximity. I don't think it's, like, a gender thing necessarily as, like, who's more direct from you. Because even if you had eight kids, you know, people. Mm -hmm. 1935. Mm Okay. 1934, John Jr.'s grandson, a neurologist named Charles Bailey Bell, published a book. How dare he? <laughs> About the Bell Witch. Um, benefiting off of women's work. Of course. It, that was anticipation of her return. Oh, okay, okay. 107 years, right? Uh-huh. It's really not that that big of a generation gap. No. A generation's, what, 30 years? Something like that. Yeah, so that's three generations. Mm-hmm. But Charles's book is based on the notes from his father, Joel. So that's the child in between. It's oh, John wow. Jr. And Joel. They branched out into a, a like sexy adjacent name. I know. Mm-hmm. And then went for Charles. They so John, him Chuck, Joel, Jingleheimer Smith, <laughs> <laughs> John, Joel, Charles, and the notes that Joel had supposedly taken during the witches' conferences with John Jr. But despite, or maybe because of, the anticipation of the visit, the witch is not known to have returned in 1935. Well, maybe. Just not to y'all bitches. Yeah, maybe it was someone else. Yeah, maybe there was a there was a more direct descendant. Or maybe she wanted to roll up to somebody that, like, I don't know, was related to a different child. Yeah. Who knows? She went to your second cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Though some claim she never left at all. To this day, the sounds of people talking and children at play can be heard through the sight of the Bell Homestead. And candlelights have been seen flitting through the field at night. Photographs taken in the area show mist, orbs, and human-shaped manifestations that weren't visible to the people using the cameras. Mm. So in the wake of the original Bell family incidents, the Bell Witch phenomenon received great coverage. The media at the time 
was the New England farmer of Boston and the Green Mountain Freeman, an abolitionist paper in Mm -hmm. Vermont, publishing articles um, about the legend in early 1856. Okay, so they credit the story to the Saturday Evening Post and focused on the account of Betsy and Joshua, claiming that the witch was merely a product of Betsy's talent for ventriloquism because this is when their um, thing broke up. Or shortly after. What thing? Their um, engagement. When their oh, engagement oh, oh, broke. right. Okay. Betsy and Joshua. Yes. Yeah. They said the her talent for ventriloquism and when Joshua didn't marry her, the witch disappeared. So the Saturday Evening Post had published the article on the story in 1849, but they retracted it on the grounds that Betsy Bell had been too young to pull off that level of deception. Oh my the Bell God. Witch incidents would have required. I was a 14-year-old once, and I would do anything for drama and pretending to be a That's witch. That's true. That's so true. Huh. They're too young to but have see, made up a whole bunch of crazy stuff. If you stuff. think about the initial incidents, and then go back to the first, the second set. They're saying that she made up the second set, but that does not... Because she was too young. Yeah, so who but did like, the first ones? <sighs> Let's not count out young girls. Imagination. Oh, station. I did terrible stuff. Oh my god. I I was like, I am convinced I was born on Mars. I was hatched from an egg on Mars and I was very convinced I could tell you everything about Mars, how we lived under the surface, under that face. Honestly, write the story for me. Thank you. I'm just saying, men were like, well, she was too young. She could never have made this up. I think I believe in Betsy, you know? I believe in Betsy, too, but I also believe in the Bell Witch. I I agree. I believe two things might be true. Yeah. But also... I'm just saying don't count Bets out. I'm not going to count her out, but I'm going to count her in. (laughs) But also, they're saying she was too young, Mm -hmm. let alone the amount of time that it took for it to all happen. Mm -hmm. Because she couldn't have been... She may not have been there. Okay. Yeah. Right? So Betsy even passed a test by whoever could devise a way to trick her into revealing complicity. So she's actually proven innocent of devising all the Bell Witch stuff. Mm-hmm. Was sure. the test like... Just tell us. Or was it, we're going to go to the Bell Witch place and you're going to stay here and we're going to see what happens. Oh my so, God. In 1868. Okay. <gasps> okay. Wow. Two men named Tom Clinard or Clinard and Dick Burgess Oof. were arrested for murdering a co-worker <gasps> named Smith. And he had claimed to be a witch <gasps> while working near Adams Station. Okay, first of all, wow, to be a boy witch? Uh, I think the patriarchy has gone too far. We have yeah. a boy queen. I just don't think I can accept a boy witch. That's so true. Just not ready. Stop taking our things. Yeah. Literally. So the new name for Red River was Adam Station. And Smith is supposed to have used his witchcraft on Clinard and Burgess, who were tried and found not guilty on the grounds of the Bell Witch did it. Oh, cool. So even a spectral woman gets blamed for men's actions. Of course. Hate it. Of course. So we're going to go into the more modern stories of the Bell Witch, modern being the late 1880s and uh-huh. beyond. Mm-hmm. 
One of the most detailed accounts was written for the Nashville's Centennial Expositions, published in 1900, but the author identifies the disturbance in 1880, where the witch claimed for her appearance to be the discoverer of these bones in a nearby mound. Oh my god. This is what the ghosts are always doing. Again. It's just fun. Yeah. I think that sometimes they're bored. The anonymous author also claimed that the witch spoke several languages, could appear as a rabbit, a bear, or a black dog, and said it was one of seven spirits and had the names Three Waters, Tenaperty, and Black Dog. Okay, well, that one's a little uninspired. It's a little on the nose. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Other spirits described in this account were called mathematics, sepocryphy, and Jerusalem, with Black Dog as their leader. Uh, Okay, so there was a spirit called mathematics? And also Jerusalem. Okay. Okay, well, you know what? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Sure. We're letting it happen. You know what? I guess if you could choose any name, I don't know. I wouldn't choose any of those, but... I, I mean, if I could choose any name... Tenaperty? Tenaperty is yeah. a name. You know what? I kind of... I like it. I could be into it. And then we're going to look it up later and it's going to be something horrible. Yes. The Bell Witch can also travel. <gasps> she up and went and got herself an account of a haunting from 1890 in a house in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, which appeared to have coal mysteriously falling from the ceiling? It Mm. injured the lady of the house. (laughs) You know what? I just, I'm going to say, this does not sound like the Bell Witch to me. No. I feel like we've known her intimately through this story. I don't think that this sounds like her. I do hope that she traveled. But I wonder if it was like someone came and told her something and then she went over there. The lady of the house was like a real shit bag. Yeah. Or sorry. The lady of the house was a real dirt bag. (laughs) Yeah. So I just, you know, I do hope the Bell Witch traveled. I I want that for her. I want that freedom for her. Yeah. But okay. I just, I feel like I'm a little sad that what she's doing with her time is just like visiting regular people's houses. Yeah. But maybe. To like drop coal on them. So a servant is suspected, right? But the report stated superstitious people claimed that there was a connection to the Bell Witches of Robertson County. Here's my favorite part. Bell witches. Oh, yes. Okay. Twas plural. Oh, okay. But what if she got word? Somebody was like, ring a ding ding, bell witch. They're visiting the bell witch and they're like, bruh, you gotta care about this bitch. Mm-hmm. And she just goes, you know what? I haven't been to Kentucky in a while. Yeah, I could go to Kentucky. What? what What's the address? Yeah, would you? Hopkinsville? Sure. Sure. I'll drop some coal. I'll drop some justice. (laughs) This will really ruin the party. Her hair will not be the same. That's probably true. That's the only way I can... And also, that's like how they're going to stay warm in the winter. So, you know, I did good and bad. Mm -hmm. But I did good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there's another 1890 account from Adam Station again, which is the former Red River. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think the name change was very good. Uh, no, Red River's better. Oh, yeah, I agree. Back to 1890 mm-hmm. in Adams Station, Tennessee. A man named Holloway 
saw two strange women arrive oh, on no. horseback while he was feeding his livestock. Oh, somehow these livestock are going to die and it's this woman's fault. <laughs> the women disappeared, but his wife reported seeing them as well. And I do tend to believe wives more. They pay closer attention. We believe women. We believe, we believe Lucy. <laughs> I do for sure. Later that week. Holloway tried to put a sack of corn on his horse's back, and it kept falling off. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. This feels like an elaborate Monty Python sketch. Yeah. A neighbor, Mr. Johnson, because oh. there's always a Mr. Johnson to help. This is not Johnston, as no, in this, before. Oh, yeah. This is Johnson. Different people. Surprisingly. Yeah. He goes to hold the sack while Holloway <laughs> mounts the horse... And they claim that the sack floated 60 feet away. 60 feet? Landing on a fence. And a voice told them, you won't touch the sack anymore. My corn. This is ghost corn. (laughs) Okay. A follow-up report added to the story, reporting an invisible entity that blew into a home like a cyclone and spread fiery coals around the room and then clung to a man's back as he rode home. And look, she just needed a ride, okay? She was really tired after that cycloning. I like how these men were like, a cyclone entered their home and they're like, you know what? No. It was a demon spectral woman. Yeah. How dare she? How dare she? There's no other explanation other than it was an evil woman who did this. Yeah. How else could these coals be spread about my home? And then she held on to my back. She held on to my back. I ran away and left my wife and childs there. And it was the witch's fault. Yeah. I never came home. (laughs) I went to get milk and 10 years later. (laughs) The witch said I couldn't go home. (laughs) Oh my God. So in 19, wait. In 1894. Mm-hmm. A book, The Authenticated History of the Bell Witch. Oh, authenticated. Oh, that's Trust it. the thing. Yeah. I want to know how to do that because um, how do you be a, like, how can you become a primary source about a paranormal event? I'd like to know. Because, how do you, how do you authenticate? Yeah. yeah. How do you get concrete deeds? <laughs> concrete deeds. I mean, I think, here's the thing. It seems like they just kept asking the Bell Witch a bunch of questions. And she was like, well, yeah, I'll just answer, you know? I'll just answer everything that you've asked of me. Because obviously, like, the the burden of proof is on me. The spectral, the spectral entity. And I will answer out of my spectral ass. And here's the thing. I guess it's like a rule. If somebody asks you a question, you just have to answer it truthfully. Yeah. You can't. Just it's not like they have lie detectors <laughs> for specters. If I were if I were some sort of spectral entity, which I would be lying all the here's time. Here's the thing: I just wouldn't be answering people's questions. I'd be like, no, I would. I answer, don't care. I you would, answer my questions, bitch. Yeah, I would answer so much shit to cause so much problems. I would say no. Martin is having an affair with <gasps> Joanne. You would just start the drama. You stir that pot. Wow. If you're going to come up here and ruin my zen. But here's the thing. I don't think you even need to to 
lie. I think if you're a specter, you can just like yeah. find out the real gossip. I mean, here's the thing. Martin's probably doing something terrible. Yeah. So if Martin is not. Okay. Let's say Martin's having an affair with Susanna. Oh, Susanna. I'm going to say yeah. it's mm-hmm. Joanne. She's, she's a hot piece. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like Susanna. I'm okay. living for Susanna's best life. But Do Joanne on the other Yeah, we hate Joanna. Okay. She's okay. not good. She's not good to her kids. She's What's not good to their her. life. You know what? She's, yeah, she's like really picking on them about but their appearance. I like yeah. Joanna's husband. Okay. Marcus? Okay. Great slice. Okay. Do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Okay. I, I. This is me as a spectral energy. I like how you're enjoying the world that you are in <laughs> as a specter. You know, you're really, there's no TV, you know, but what is life? Except a TV show for a spectral. This image. is the Real Housewives of Red River, eighteen seventeen. <laughs> Would watch. Would watch. Would yeah. write. Yeah. We'll perform. If I do do an episode, that will be on our Patreon. I also do say do do. do on... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a pee pee joke. Well, that's come back to yes. a pee joke. We've made a lot of shit stain jokes also. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we said sharp at some point. Yeah, I believe you did. Yeah. This has been a very friendly episode. Just covering all the bases. All we have to do is say tampon and we've nailed it. Well, you just did it. Nailed it. Check. Check and mark. Uh, yeah, so look for our Patreon exclusive episode, The Real Housewives of 1817. Mm-hmm. The Real Housewives of Red River. Oh, yes. But back to the authenticated history yeah. of the book. <laughs> By newspaper editor Martin V. Ingram, it's considered the first full length telling of this Bell Witch story, and it focused on the real people involved in the haunting. So, despite being used as a primary source for subsequent descriptions of the tale, the book is at least as much hearsay and folklore as a historical record. (laughs) It's It's perfect. But a man wrote it, so it's good. Yeah. It's authenticated. He wrote it there in the title. But he put authenticated in the title, therefore. It is. It is. In 1937. Okay, remember, 1934 was the 107-year mark. Okay. Uh Maybe... They only held on to this property to see if she'd show back up. And that was like, fuck it. Uh, we have new owners of the Bell Farm. And guess what? They did not get the Carfax. Uh-oh. <gasps> they heard unexplained noises coming from the cave on this property. And this part was known as the Bell Witch Cave. Mm. Where There's the... a cave? Yeah. Mm. This is where the witch was said to have, quote, fled. I th- I think... She went to reside to get some peace. Okay. When she left the family. Here's the thing. Here's my question. Do they, like, can they get a discount on this? Is there, like, can they sue the former owners of, like, hey, you didn't disclose there was a Are you a witch here? Are you kidding? You pay more for that. I would pay more for that because I obviously want to live and fall in love with a ghost. Exactly. We have plans. But you know what? Yeah. They didn't pay enough. In my opinion, but I guess they didn't read the Carfax because they didn't have Carfax back then. Not on property either. (laughs) (laughs) And you didn't have to disclose murders. Uh, Yeah. It's incredible that they gave her her own cave, though. They were like, this is yours. They were like, you know, we're not going in there. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. the witch's cave. So she lives there rent free. Thrilled for her. If she was trying to take up residence in a cave here in Los Angeles, it'd be at least 3K a month. She's subscribing to that cave. Yeah. 
Except they're subscribing for her. Yeah. And it's yeah. free. It's a free subscription. It's a free subscription. It's like those magazines that you accidentally sign up for when you purchase yes. things. Yes. And then they come and they don't stop coming to your house. It's Ugh. a burden. But, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. This subscription comes with the sounds of, like, things rubbing against the house and Ooh. music from a piano, which is just ambiance. I, I think that that's nice for entertaining purposes. Yeah. Was she, was it good piano music or was it like atonal? Was yeah, the, like was it Josh Groban level or I mean, was it... Can you imagine having a ghost piano player? I, yeah, I, okay. In our Arlington Hotel episode, we talked about a ghost piano player. And it was like the fact that you don't beef that up and get one of those pianos that plays for yeah. you randomly to yeah. terrify your guests and make it a reason why people come there. Yeah. I'm sad for you. I just, yeah, I think much like Irma in the Magic Castle, you know, yeah. the self-playing piano that can, like, you say a request and Irma hears you and she ghost plays this piano. I need it. Yeah. I think, for me, that would be a plus. A roommate who plays music? Right? I mean, your downstairs neighbor would hate it, but that's okay whenever but we ever get you're it. on a farm. Yeah, you're on a farm. It's fine. 328 acres if it's still intact, question mark, question mark, yeah. this economy. <laughs> in, um, in this economy? I know, right? Having eight kids in this economy. No, okay. <laughs> um, am I doing? No. no. Who can have eight kids in this economy? <laughs> Who can have children? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> cry, cry, cry. I know, right? <laughs> Other locals on a picnic reported seeing a woman sitting on top of the cliff over the cave. Now, okay. as women, mm-hmm. we call that perching, where you just sit and watch the scenery, enjoy the view away from it all, possibly with the teacup. Mm. Yeah. And maybe there's a little whiskey in that teacup. Exactly. There could be any amount of beverage yeah. because as a spectral being, you are in control. But you know what? Here's the thing. I believe perching was... Um, one of the reasons that you could put your wife in an insane asylum. You it's know? totally true. It causes madness, you know, novel reading. Just sitting. Perching, contemplating whether you want to leave your husband. Thinking, definitely. <laughs> Thinking, can I fake my own death and start over two towns over? We can't gone girl this because we will be asylumated. <laughs> asylumated, yeah. Are you ready for the best part of the story? I... Am now 1944. Okay, we have a girl named Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie, bon bon. we love her. She skipped school, mm. borrowed a lantern from the owner of the Bellwitch Cave, Mrs. Garrison. Okay, okay, why is Mrs. Garrison giving a child who's clearly a truant from school a lantern? Well, first to, off, to gallivant, Mrs. Garrison understands school is too much sometimes, and a girl needs a day. You know what? You're she was probably just it's 1944. She was, like, really encouraging. Yeah. Little Bon Bon's sense of adventure. Yeah. Okay. I love that. And you know she's what? like, this is my land. What's on here? You know? You know what? You go explore. Here's this. Mm-hmm. She goes exploring. Mm-hmm. Her lantern blows out without a breeze. <gasps> oh. She lights it again. Mm-hmm. It blows out again. <gasps> she gets the hint. And she leaves. Okay? Like, the absolute genius child she is. She leaves, and upon returning to the entrance of the cave, she saw an open can of pork and beans and marshmallows. She later learned that two fugitives were hiding in the cave Uh from the cops. (gasps) 
and credited the Bell Witch with helping her avoid any further action being taken against her. Um, I would like you to notice that I have goosebumps. Uh, yeah. The be- Bell Witch saved Bon Bon's life. Yes, because that's the Bell Witch we love. That's a legend. And, okay, I'm what I'm getting here is that the Bell Witch allowed these fugitives to live in this cave. So, obviously, yeah, she was like, you know what? I've looked into your souls and you're fine. You're fine. But we're not going to let a little girl in there. No, because you know what? They're fine, but they're still men from that time period. Yeah, and to yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to tempt fate. Don't tempt fate. Bonnie doesn't need any more trauma. Yeah, she doesn't need to know what's going on. She's a little girl also, who just live her life. She got the hint. She got the hint. We're proud of her. Yeah. Okay. This one. Okay. It's gonna crack you up. I can't wait. 1965. So you're saying I shouldn't take a sip of <laughs> Only if you're going to spit it in my face. <laughs> okay. In 1965, an oak rocking chair previously owned by a Bell descendant named Charlie Willett, which I don't know why that name rings a bell in a bad way. Maybe Forensic Files? Who's to okay. say? Maybe it's from all the cop shows I've seen. Uh, but this rocking chair was on sale at an antique store. Ooh. A customer sat down in it and asked the owner, Mrs. Adams, if she believed in the supernatural. Two weeks later, the customer's daughter visited Mrs. Adams and said that her mother had left the shop and visited the Bell Cemetery. At the cemetery, a voice told her to stand up and look around. You will find something of much value. The mother walked around into the field and found a black iron kettle turned over with a pearl buckle lying underneath. The buckle was between 160 and 200 years old. That's an old buckle. Yeah. But who left the kettle? How old was that? I like how in this story, you're most concerned about who left this kettle there. Not who left this buckle there. Who conveniently put a kettle on top of it that's the part i want to know because yeah sure a buckle whatever i don't know i think i just would have left the left the buckle and been like find it yeah but you put a kettle over it how old was the kettle because that tells me how long it's been there at minimum Uh, well i don't know it's not like it didn't seem buried at all it just seemed like it was under a kettle which is like you can see that yeah right and then like how old was that kettle? Because if that kettle's only 20 years old. And is the specter just like wasting her time, like finding a pearl buckle and then putting a kettle on top? Exactly. A kettle of undetermined age? Yeah. Okay. And has it been upcycled to farmhouse chic yet? <laughs> I don't know. You know it has. I, ho- I hope she kept them both. She better have. I'm not going to For what just, she like, paid. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to just throw out this kettle. She was probably on a uh, Antiques Roadshow. Antiques Roadshow, yeah. Is that is that the name of it? Yeah, Antique Roadshow. For some reason, I had Antique Roadhouse in my head, and then I was like, Mm-mm. "Don't do the kick! Don't do the kick!" That'd be really funny to see one of them do like a roundhouse. Yeah, roundhouse kick. Oh man. Okay, now we're going to 1977. One of my favorite decades. The 70s. It was a fucking mess. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So five soldiers visited the cave in 1977. Okay. One of them who was vocally skeptical about the legend uh-huh. was grabbed <gasps> by around like the chest by something invisible. I love it when soldiers 
who think that they're too tough to get scared get scared. Yeah. It is, <laughs> like, crack for me. <laughs> I used to work haunted houses. Oh, my God. And anytime I scared one of those guys who thought they were, like, too much to get scared, you know what I'm talking uh-huh. about? Like, yeah. oh, uh, like yeah. this one guy, he was, like, a former beret or something. I am a very short person. I have a baby face, and I have scared them. Funny as hell. That's it. Okay. So he got he got grabbed. Yeah, he, he got, got grabbed and scared. That's funny as shit. I agree. So it wasn't like he ran out screaming like a little baby boy. He thought he was like, <laughs> I don't believe in this thing. And then <laughs> she was like, really? All right. Well, <laughs> I was having a nap, but now <laughs> it's on. <laughs> oh, you don't believe in me. You're about to. oh i do have time today (laughs) you know what i could squeeze it in i've got a haunting in connecticut but i could squeeze i could squeeze this one Uh, (laughs) all right we're jumping to 1986 an overnight visit by journalist david gerard and bill wilson resulted in a loud groan and thumps from the deep inside of the cave they were investigating when a rumble from outside drew them back to the entrance. As they reached the gate, they heard a high-pitched scream from the mm. inside. Of course, they left immediately. Uh-huh, as you do. Sometimes people just get the hint. Yeah. Proud of them. hmm And then the next year, 18... Wait. The next year, 1987, mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. local gas station owner ran out of gas. That's ironic. I love it. Near the Red River. Uh Mm. Across from the Bell Witch Cave. So on his way toward town, a rabbit began to follow him. A rabbit? Yeah, I know. Terrifying. Did it have the butt of a dog? I don't know. But any animal following you? I'm dead. See, I feel the opposite. Any animal following me. Hello, I have a new pet. In the middle of the night? Yes, absolutely. Oh, great. I've got a new friend. Think about this. Now, I don't want a rabbit, but now I have one. Think about it. Rabbits are always scared of you. So now you're walking to go get gas in the middle of the night, in the middle of fucking nowhere, Tennessee, and a rabbit is now following you. That's my new best friend. You're going to die. Well, you know what? It's okay. You die with with a new new best friend. friend. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He picks up speed, okay. and the rabbit is still following, even at a run. <laughs> Please come back. We can be friends. So he stops to catch his breath, and the rabbit stops, looks at him, and says, <gasps> Hell of a race we had there, wasn't it? <laughs> okay, honestly, I'm sorry. How can you not be best friends with that rabbit? I, just 30 out of 10. Yeah. I don't know how this has to do with the Bell Witch, because that's one of her forms. Oh, okay, okay. It was rabbit, dog, oh. and not what? kangaroo. Well, it was like a a rabbit dog combo. That was the initial combo, yeah, combo. But remember, like way back, we were like, it's a rabbit, it's a dog, or it could appear as a. It was a that... bear. Oh wait, was it a bear? Yeah, this was a bear. Yeah, a rabbit, a bear, or a black dog, which we have yeah seen two out of three. I mean, I'm shocked that they didn't mention the horrible dog bunny combo but i guess maybe she was in transition at that time that's fine you know maybe she did that just to freak him out or maybe he doesn't know what a dog looks like yeah he'd never seen a dog with pointy ears that's fair because if you think about it 
he had moved from North Carolina to Tennessee, hmm. and he was a stupid man. <laughs> and that's the most important part right there? That's the most important part. Okay. Well, second. The first one is, who left the kettle? That That is, yeah, I agree. I need to know. But now, okay, but if a rabbit turned to you and was like, hell of a race we just had, huh? You're telling me you would be freaked out and you wouldn't be like, holy moly. Actually. Wow, this is fantastic. I respect you. Thank you for letting me win. Yeah, no, I would have been like, I would have been scared the entire time mm-hmm. until that moment. Then I would have been like, bro, why did you let me win? Bro, do you want to come home? Do you want to be my new best friend? Oh, no, I, I, I wouldn't disrespect it. Like. To live in my I'm just, human house. I'm sorry. Doesn't want to be scrounging. Doesn't want me to give it lettuce and carrots and stuff. I'm just saying we could have like a good friendship. Oh, I get that. But I'm just saying my human house versus its earthly domain. I'm not saying it couldn't travel in its spectral form. Yeah. No, I'd be like, do you want a vacation at my house sometimes? I'm not going to like keep it in a cage. Yeah. I just think my house would be too shabby for it. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I think it's pretty nice. But oh, thank you. Yeah. You know what? It's I, not a dirt hovel, so. It's not a dirt hovel. That's true. It's a step up. Yeah. It's, you know, a very expensive step up. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, a legend like this has caught the attention of Hollywood. Oh, uh-huh. Uh, the Blair Witch Project mm-hmm. from 1999, loosely based. Um, on this location. Oh. Yeah. Did you, did you... Start feeling some pieces from Blair Witch? I I know that I watched Blair Witch. Have you completely forgotten it like me? Yeah. I just know that there's like cameras and that's it. I got seasick or motion sick. Sorry. I was like, I just, I, listen, I want to know more about this witch and I want to see less of these people. It was inspired by the Bell Witch, which I think. To be honest, if they, if these like camera people were, were killed by the Blair Witch or the Bell Witch, I'm saying they had it coming because I think the Bell Witch, she's a stand-up gal. Stand-up gal indeed. Yeah. There's also An American Haunting, released in 2005, which tells the story of John Bell and his family. I have not watched it yet because I didn't want to. I didn't want to spoil my feelings. I haven't watched it because I don't like horror movies because I'm a wimp. But she loves me telling her scary stories. That's true. That's what I'm here for. I mean, I won't sleep at night, but yeah. I mean, you will. You'll know that you have the Bell Witch watching over you. I, yeah, that is true. That's true. I do. She's watching I over will you. never be afraid of the Bell Witch unless she wants me to, and I deserve it. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. I, I live my life in a way that the Bell Witch would not disapprove of. That's true. And what I think we've gleaned from the story is yeah. the Bell Witch only does what she wants And it seems to be justice. Yeah. And we're proud of her and we love her for it. Yeah. The Bell Witch here is always right. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great moment. Yeah. (laughs) I'm on the Bell Witch's side. Well, thank you for joining me for this spooky story on spooky season. Thank you for having me. This has been another episode of Let's Talk About the Facts with Madison Bay. That's with two N's and a Y, but not where you see. (laughs) And as always, I am your host, Elizabeth Fury. And tune in next week where we will talk about something. Goodbye. See, if I had to pick a name, I would pick something either extremely 
normal, like an everyday word, or I would... Like mathematics? That's not an everyday word. You don't use that word every day. You don't know. It's true. I figure you, you don't know my life. But you, fi- I figure you use the word like math more. See, I would okay. go for a word that's like, I don't know. Like, Chimney. Yes. Something common. Okay. Like peanut. Peanut. Okay. Uh, yeah. What I was going to say pinochle and then I realized that's not it. What, what would I choose? I would choose something. Okay. So when I was little, I had, um, I still have a lot of trouble naming things. Um, and so I had a bunch of fish and yes. my favorite fish, I had to give it the best name. Of course. And I could never pick the best name. Like, oh, is it like, is it Olivia? Is it Catherine? What is the best name that there is? That fish died before I could give it a name. <laughs> um, so I think I would have to be, you know what? I think I would be having these seven names because I just couldn't choose. I, I don't know yeah. that. I don't know that mathematics would be on the list. Yeah, that's true. But I'm not going to rule out that I, I wouldn't panic. Sipocryphy might. <sighs> Panic's a good name. Panic, yeah. Like <laughs> Painted Panic. Yeah, from Hercules. There you go. And look, we've done it. We've named ourselves. You're Panic and I'm Pain. You know what? That's very accurate to our, <laughs> our personalities, yes. Okay. 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 Okay.